Welcome to the Funny Style Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Robinson. Today we have... Brian Milligan. Cheryl Milligan. Eric Erlacher. And our special guest for today, I'm really excited. He has a YouTube channel called Healthy Junk Foods with over 3 million followers. He's also new to stand-up comedy, so he has a super interesting perspective on what we're all trying to do. Thank you, JP Lambase, for being with us. Woo! Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so, right off the bat, how long you've been doing stand-up? Um, actually, it's a it's kind of a longer story than you. <laughs> I'm not as funny as as long as I've been doing it. So that's, <laughs> that's the problem. Uh, I started in like 2010 in New York, mm-hmm. and I would go to like I would drive to New York City and, and do a bunch of open mics and spend you know like five five dollars for five minutes and <laughs> kind of park my car in sketchy places that's such a crazy thing by the way that in new york they make the comics pay to get on an open mic yeah and there's so many there's so many though yeah there might be some free ones out there yeah. but uh then i um started doing uh the youtube mm-hmm. um and honestly when that took off uh i focused more more on like the youtube and the food mm-hmm. and then once like 20 20 happened you know we kind of everyone found ourselves during that that blip that we call that yeah. <laughs> um, and when when I found myself it was kind of like oh I really want to like be doing more jokes on stage again so I'd say like 2020 would be when I kind of picked back up right after the pandemic okay mm-hmm. so about two and a half three years right? yeah. yeah yeah okay so when I'm super curious so so the stand-up started actually before the YouTube yeah okay so when 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 you say when the YouTube kicked off yeah. For you, what was the moment where you were like, oh, something's happening here? Well, back then it was really easy to figure that out because now mm-hmm. everything's convoluted and, and fake. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. back then it was easy. It was YouTube. You get, you get the 10,000 milestone. That's a big deal. You hit 100,000, you get a play button. That's mm-hmm. a super big deal. Mm-hmm. And um, when we hit 100,000, we weren't making enough to quit our job, but we we were on the trajectory of like, what we're doing is working. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when we finally went viral, and I knew it because we never went viral. We, we three years of doing YouTube, not a one viral video. How many videos did you put out in that time? In that time, probably about a close to three hundred. Wow. Okay. JP, do you mind if I ask a question here? Yeah. Uh, I think for the listeners on the podcast, what is your niche in YouTube? How did you find it? Yeah. Can you, you elaborate on that a little? So bit? healthy junk food is food. So we started being just a cooking channel. Um, we called it healthy junk food because at the time um, I was we wanted to lose weight. You know, we were we were on a health this health kick, so I was addicted to fast food. So we would just re- remake like the Big Mac at home healthier, mm-hmm. or you know the Crunchwrap Supreme. And I'm like, oh, let's film this. You know how many of these we can do? There's yeah. it, there's so many. There's Wendy's. There's yeah. you know uh, uh, In and Out. There's all these places. And we just kind of threw the list on the wall and just kind of started doing one for every single place. And as you can tell, that's kind of a concept that would work. Yeah. Like, that's mm-hmm. not like that wouldn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we d- I offered, obviously, delivered humor in them. So, like, the earlier ones I would cringe at, but obviously I was trying to be funny. Um, but but through it, out all, all, all of it, what keeps a lot of people in is the, the relationship factor and the comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, the camaraderie, the cooking, the duo, and, and, and obviously, like having to throw in those jokes because mm-hmm. like most cooking channels are either you just watch to learn how to make it and you're, you're kind of going to just follow it but we want yeah. to be more of an you entertainment we want to be an entertainment mm-hmm. channel well because your mm-hmm. your partner julia she's she also did stand up right she um she started as doing open she would do open mic she was in music she was a music industry major oh, okay and when carmen did the class 
I like said like you shut you got to do the class. You're yeah. naturally funny. So she took the class that grad show twice. Okay. And that's Carmen Valone's uh, stand up class at the Improv. Yep. Right. Okay. Yeah. So shout out to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get, get, get the credit out there. <laughs> so do you think it was y'all's personality that made it? more successful or the concept or I definitely, combination of all I definitely do because now it's so hard to compete yeah because mm -hmm. like if you want to go into tech or gaming I swear to god I watch all these people but they all blend yeah and it's sad and I always yeah. and they look great they have great sets they have great lighting everyone's master production now mm -hmm. that's not the thing that it's you need anymore yeah. you need to stand out mm -hmm. and that's what's hard okay mm -hmm. interesting so wh at what point did you notice that like I said, like that that it was working. Right when the right when the video went viral. Okay, so that, and that's three years in. Three years in, but I knew one was gonna. You know, I was like playing the lottery. You know, yeah. enough yeah. tickets in, you're gonna one's gonna hit. But that's so important for people to know that like it's not because a lot of people have this misconception that oh you do it and then it happens pretty much overnight. You guys were producing stuff consistently for three years before something. Yeah. Kicked off. Yeah, and I was doing YouTube before that for like six years. Wow. Just okay. throwing crap around. So yeah. I think that's the most important thing is consistency. Yeah. Like you gotta want to love doing it. Yes, you have mm -hmm. to keep doing it, and because you never know mm -hmm. what's gonna go viral, yeah. you don't know. So let me ask you this: like, where what was the metric for viral videos back then? Was it like, like, what was the what? At what point were you like, oh, this video is viral? Well, like anything that views, million views. What was it? Anything that's more than you get is considered viral. But right. uh, we we were averaging maybe like twenty to fifty thousand views a video. Uh huh. So when this one started going viral, which I knew, because like I I was on Social Blade like a freaking crack addict, like, <laughs> uh, like I was just like studying <laughs> analytics, like yeah. I'm just sitting there like hovering like a slot machine. So what is Social Blade? It was, it just analyzes all the YouTube stats. Like it used to do so much detail in real time, and they mm -hmm. just nerfed it all, so I don't even go on it anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, but you could literally see real-time subscribers coming in, and I would just see the numbers start to spike, mm -hmm. and I'm just like, oh, we're going like uh, 10, 10 a second. Oh, we're mm -hmm. going like 50 a second. I'm like, mm -hmm. or a minute. And then at mm -hmm. one point, it was going like up like 100 every like five minutes subscribers. Mm -hmm. wow. And I'm just like, and I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I run to like uh, where uh, Julia was working with the laptop in my hand. I'm just like kicked down the door. Like, we did it! <laughs> JP, let me ask you a question. When you started your cooking channel, did you set out to put it on YouTube for fun? Or did you set out with the intent of growing the YouTube? Um, and at what point did you start chasing the analytics? Like, yeah. what was your linear progression? Oh, okay. Well, when I first started, uh, I didn't have a, a bizarre expectation. Let's put that, let's mm -hmm. throw that out mm -hmm. there. And I thought it was something sustainable that I could do because I always wanted to have a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. So I went into it going, I want to be a successful YouTuber. It had nothing okay. to do with, like, I want to make a lot of money or I want to do this or that or I want to be famous. Mm -hmm. It had nothing to do with that. I just wanted to have a successful YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. I always envied that like because I was watching avidly a YouTube watcher since mm -hmm. it came out. Like, yeah. so I know the culture, I know the community, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of like why Mr. Beast is so successful. He wanted to be a YouTuber. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. what I wanted to be. So I mm -hmm. set my goal to do that and I had a plan and it was to do these copycat recipes and I knew that was enough to keep me afloat and I knew I could handle that mm -hmm. and, and do that. So par a part of figuring out your niche is to figure out something that is sustainable over a long period of time that you'll always be able to do content. One hundred percent. That's okay. huge. Otherwise, you'll what the the saying is: you guys ran out of ideas. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. hit a brick wall. Yeah, and mm -hmm. that can happen so easily. You you get so excited when you discover something that can give you more ideas. So how we kept the float was 
we kept landing on a new idea that worked and then we're like okay here's a new list uh-huh. of things and we can just chomp through that list and then mm-hmm. while during that we try to come up with another idea that people like mm-hmm. and then that gives another list mm-hmm. so for example blind taste tests let people like that mm-hmm. people like when we ate the whole menu somewhere mm-hmm. so that ends up mm-hmm. we do that everywhere yeah People like when we made the food giant. So we went from just copycat. They're like, oh, make a big version of that. Well, mm-hmm. now we just can redo everything <laughs> we did. Yeah. But giant. We never yeah. did tiny. That would open up a new, yeah. like, tiny food. Maybe that's the next one. I mean, we could. <laughs> but, yeah. but then we did travel. And then travel's the one that I fell in love with. Because then that made us experience foodies. Because mm-hmm. we went to, like, over, like, 20 countries eating, oh, really? eating yeah. food in, like, bizarre places. So that gives you experience other creators don't have and i mm-hmm. say when you're competing against somebody mm-hmm. if a new kid comes on the block he's not going to be able to beat me on on world eating because he's just too young They're, they don't have the life experience right so, mm-hmm. so we're deciding to go to korea this year japan this year um europe mm-hmm. and just keep eating all the food that's like very niche to those areas mm-hmm. what's what's the best place you've eaten at so far Tokyo. Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Singapore. Japan. Singapore is really good too. Nice. Mm. I would say Singapore would be my number one number one destination. Yeah. Right. What's your what's your <laughs> give me two of your favorite places to eat in Tokyo? Oh jeez, I can't, I, I'd have to say Canada. Not where to go, but like what to eat. Uh-huh. I mean, if you ever they don't have this in the states, but mm-hmm. it's like a beef steak Japanese curry dish, <laughs> and it's um. It's so freaking good, and it tastes nothing like what traditional Japanese food. People think like sushi and hibachi and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I'm talking like this is just like a savory, like mm-hmm. not meatloaf, but like a beef steak and like a spicy gravy mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. on rice, and it's so incredibly good. Wow. And, and obviously ramen anywhere. Yeah. Unfortunately, we have to wait two hours for uh, domu, but there you can get a bowl for. Three dollars, three hundred yen, which is like three bucks in a in a vending machine. Wow. It'll taste oh, better. Cool, it'll yeah. taste better than <laughs> no, no hate, crazy. no shade. That is crazy. It, well, yeah, instead yeah, of paying a hundred dollars for yeah. it somewhere else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As far as like sushi goes, like don't. Don't even do it. Like, you can do it here. You can eat it here. It's, yeah. just, it's the same. Okay. Uh-huh. Like, it really is. It's all about the quality of the fish. Yeah. And, like, any chef you have is, like, there's amazing sushi chefs here. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that culture is really, like, spread out. Spread yeah. out. But, yeah. yeah, you want the niche weird stuff. There's, yeah. yeah. My uh, nephew is in the Navy stationed in Japan, so I just wrote that down and sent to him. <laughs> yeah. He's probably like, yeah. They're, big on yeah. <laughs> They're like a culture of vending machines. There's vending machines everywhere. For everything, yeah. too. Right? Everything. Hot <laughs> drinks, cold drinks. It's right. wild. Women's underwear. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this. So, you were originally in New York. Yes. Buffalo, what? right? Uh, I grew up in Rochester. and oh, That's hilarious. My family, my yeah. dad grew up in Rochester. Yeah. And then we met... Um, at a college town called Oneonta. Okay. That's between uh, Rochester and Albany. Mm-hmm. And it's close to the city, so it's yeah. not that close, like three and a half hour, but yeah. that's not too bad. So you went, so you came directly from Rochester down here? From Oneonta. So, well, so from there to Orlando. Which, which is where I grew the channel. So everyone knows the channel from the town of Oneonta, like mm-hmm. the small little town. So, so as your channel grew, what made you leave that area? 
Well, snow. <laughs> Dude, I wanted to leave as soon as I could. Okay. <laughs> I was just wondering if there was like some sort of. Well, I mean, of that's what, yeah, that's the main reason. Like, okay. I don't, I'm not, I don't like the weather. Okay. Everyone's in Orlando. How, how Orlando and why Orlando? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, well, Orlando because stand up comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carmen Vallone, I grew up with him. I don't oh, know. really? Oh, yeah. we didn't know that. Yes, until we were like nine. So he came back oh, here and started weird. doing comedy, and you and you when saw When he it. started doing comedy, I'm like, he's like, you gotta do comedy. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do comedy. <laughs> yeah. this a little comedy. So you were doing comedy with him in New York? Sometimes, yeah. Okay. okay. It was fun. Okay. Like, huh. he'd come home and do, like, uh, then he'd do a whole show because he used to perform, and he would perform a lot in Rochester. Mm. Yeah. He'll get gigs in Rochester, Syracuse, all that stuff. So mm. when he got a gig, he's like, you want to open for me? Yeah. I was like, hell yeah. So we got to, like, do a show with this. Pretty much his whole family was there because yeah. we're just home for the holidays. That's oh awesome. yeah, that's yeah. cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, so Carmen, no state taxes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Julia's family lives in Naples. So oh, nice. You have family nearby. Yeah. I like that Carmen came before no state taxes. Mm. Yeah. That's, a real, that's a real friend. <laughs> like, that's yeah. a real <laughs> I like Carmen. He I would not literally called me. No state taxes. <laughs> he literally called me and 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 pitched me and Julia on the phone because you gotta think we could move anywhere. We could go to L.A. like everyone else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he pitched us, so that's mm-hmm. why I got to put Carmen first. That's, yeah. well, that, that's pretty was much my, the main yeah. reason. That was yeah. my question, too, because most people are like, all right, I want to go somewhere sunny. Yeah. I'm a YouTuber. L.A. it LA, is. You yeah. know? So it, it's that's admirable that you pick somewhere else. Honestly, the reason I was going to ask, I was like, well, I was wondering why you didn't literally just move right into, like, Brooklyn and do your foodie thing in New York. We were going to do which that, Which is too. why I was oh, wondering. It was totally, yeah, totally yeah. going to be a thing. Yeah. But again... It, like the weather's not obviously as bad in New York. Like it's so dirty that it doesn't yeah. snow, it doesn't stick. <laughs> <laughs> so like you don't have to worry about like, the snow. Rest just <laughs> snow away. Yeah. It's so hot from all the filth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know we wouldn't drive at that point anymore. I know. Yeah. I know the lifestyle of New York City. Like yeah. you don't drive. Yeah. It's just stupid. Yeah. 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 Do you see Orlando remaining your hub, or do you see yourself going further south, like Miami or something? No, fuck that. No. This is my. <laughs> I, lo- I love it here. Yeah. I love. Orlando, it's smack them in the center. Yeah. Uh, I don't like nature, so it's <laughs> like it's like it's perfect for me. No, seriously, I just my uh, my nature is Hogwarts legacy. I'm just staying home. Find that bridge. Yeah. I got up. I'm just I got food. I'm like I'm like literally not moving. I'm like, oh my god, yeah. You know how hard it was to come to this podcast. I was, like, I was so hard. I was like, like oh, I gotta drive an hour. I'll just watch someone else play it on the drive. There's COVID when you need it. Come on, Jamie loved COVID. Oh man, Animal Crossing. I had a whole different life. Let's do. That's fine. I had a whole different life. Yeah. I literally have five star. I made it on a Twitch streamers. Yeah. My my island was so badass. It was a parkour island. Oh nice. Anyway, we're not gonna go. We bought four switches in my house. That oh, so you can all play. Like, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know you can have other houses on your island so you yeah. see you have more houses? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trust me, we went in deep for yeah. a while. Oh, I went in deep. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I, t- I terraform like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, that's right. There's this couple that I'm friends, that, well, that I was friends with in high school, and they always post that they... It's usually a man by himself, and his wife is like, why are you playing video games? You're an asshole, you're playing video games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They took a room in their house... And put two TVs side by like two sixty-five inch TVs side by side, mm-hmm. and 
two consoles on each TV so they could play versus each other in the same like that's just their yeah. life that's absolutely yeah. Yeah. that's a yeah. wonderful thing to do yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is it? not to say anything bad oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's good normally yeah. it's like a wife yelling at her husband because he's wasting time oh, they yeah. built their house we to used play. to have multiple TVs set up yep yeah. Sometimes ridiculous. we'd have two TVs and a, and a computer, computer screen. Yeah. Going, <laughs> they, my best friend would also, oh. all three yeah. of us would be you guys are li- yeah. yeah, and you have a family doing it. You guys are living the dream. Yeah, fucked up kids. That's <laughs> I'm playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> That's the dream. Do you know uh, Eric Feeling? No. Orlando? Eric. I always see it wrong. I think it's Feeling. I don't know. Him Eric Feeling? Blackout Dreads? He's super into video games? No, but he's a big gamer? Yes. I'm going to. Make that connection. You should do his podcast too. I, he's right there. I did Orlando. Jake Riga's podcast because he's a big gamer. All yeah, we yeah. did was talk about games. Uh, nice. yeah, yeah, no, I'll definitely put you in contact with Eric. Yeah, I was raised. Uh, so my parents were divorced. Mm-hmm. My mom raised me on Sega and Mac, and my dad mm-hmm. raised me on Nintendo and PC. Nice. I am very well rounded. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. how, how old are you, Jake? Uh, 40. Oh, really? 40. Yeah. See, I was going to... Tell, tell. I thought you were like 26. I was going to ask you, because I was like, dude... Atari times. Eight, Hell yeah. Asian people... <laughs> 19 or 40. You guys look young for, for a long <laughs> period of time. Or 19 or like, and then when you turn 50, you look, you look 9,000. 9, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I died five years ago. At that point, you just got to grow out the beard. Uh, yeah. and just be, <laughs> I, I give people wisdom. Lean <laughs> 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 into it. Yeah. As soon as you grow the beard, you become Master Splinter. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'll take, so, sort of nuts and bolts of what we're doing, right? Um, all of us here, it's 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 so cool to have you in our comedy community. I'll tell you that because all of the comics simultaneously are trying to figure out social media because social media is the next frontier. The as far as I'm concerned, the old system of you know trying to get a spot on one of the late night shows and do that sort of thing that system is on its dying leg. It's it's almost completely gone now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see all these new comics, they start off, they figure out social media, and they sort of get to the next level. So we have a lot of questions for you, and I think that you have a lot of sort of knowledge that you can kind of share. Yeah, absolutely. Number one, what platforms do you recommend people post on? All of them. <laughs> okay, so all of them. What do you mean by all of them? Uh, well, don't, it don't say all of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I guess say primarily uh, mm-hmm. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube Shorts, mm-hmm. Reels if they want, Facebook, mm-hmm. Spotlight, and Snapchat. There's mm-hmm. a bit. There's a lot of. There's a huge receptive audience on Snapchat. People ignore that. Mm-hmm. That's not one I've heard anybody say. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, well, I guess. We're in a we're in a bubble where Snapchat's not a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not a demographic. Yeah, I'm based. in a bubble of that too. I don't yeah. go on Snapchat, but I do for my job. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Every day. Yeah, every day. Every day I put like I really wish I had like they had these really bad machines online that schedule, auto schedule, they don't work. Mm-hmm. So until that's actually working, I would advise anyone to like try not to uh, what do you call it? Cut corners. Mm-hmm. But when you are posting on different platforms, you should tailor your posts accordingly to each platform. Mm-hmm. The other thing I do is I also steal other people's features. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, I love the voiceover on TikTok that's just like, this water bottle tastes great. You yeah. know what I mean? Or, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, I'll steal that voice and use it on an Instagram thing. But if you mm-hmm. use the tools and all their apps, <clears throat> and again, like, this is a full-time job, I feel like, for some... 
Mm-hmm. It really isn't if you're doing it like, a, you know, three times a week. Give yourself like a slot of time. But what I would encourage mm-hmm. is use the features in every app that the app gives you mm-hmm. for what you're posting, whatever that content is. Mm-hmm. Don't And also, don't, ha- don't have that content be a poster of your show that's coming up. Right. No one mm-hmm. wants that. That mm-hmm. could be a good story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like music, <clears throat> show coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But don't have that. Don't have that flood your beautiful page. That's okay. just mm-hmm. that's just like vandalism yeah. on your page. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, keep your post something that's kind of um, can connect with people. And it could easily just be you doing like a thirty second rant about a topic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like. But I, now I'm coming up with ideas. I'm not yeah. going to come up with people's ideas. I'm just saying, don't put up your post. But you see yeah. that, like every. That's the thing. I think that I try to help tell him also is like a lot of comedians I think are like oh you know maybe it was Devin Seabold somebody said you should bank like 30 days of content yeah and then that way you have you can post every day but it doesn't necessarily have to be 30 days of comedy Brian's stand up on the stage no, you know it could not. be two of those a week and then the other ones can be like him literally hopping on real quick and being like you know, going off for 30 seconds, like you said, about a topic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> yeah, ex- exactly. Uh, okay. So when, how, how do you, do you guys have a production team or you guys do everything yourselves? Um, we, we do the production part. Okay. And so ed- and ed- the editing and all that, you guys do e- all that. We stuff have like yourself? a, we have like three editors. Okay. They do various parts. Not the full edit. We'll have someone do like a rough. We'll have someone maybe I'll give them when I'm done with it. I'm like, can you make this pop with okay. more graphics and mm-hmm. stuff? And because mm-hmm. that's stuff like I already have my what I want there. Right. They punch it like so. Because the weird thing is, you can't. I've never had an editor just give me something. I'm like, you did it. Yeah. Yeah. It's always some. So I I play like a role now, kind of managing the three of them and using them for their mm-hmm. advantages. But like when you when like when I listen to podcasts with like Mr. Beast and stuff like that, like he's he says things like uh, everything is important, thumbnails important, content's important, all that stuff. So like like what. Are you guys making your own type of thumbnails? Or you pay a, somebody to do that for you, or we've been making them the forever? Okay, so but like, what do you suggest? Like, is there anything specific that you think of like making a, just the thumbnail for a video that you think, all right, this is this is a hundred percent what works versus just posting a f- photo from the video, you know, or whatever? Yeah, I think that when it comes to thumbnails, the the, the best advice I could give you is, out if it's. If it's bad, that's bad. Uh-huh. But anything else doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, if I looked at it, I'm like, oh, that's bad. Uh-huh. You know? But if, if what you're saying is like, you know, gra- anything on Canva. I don't know if you've been on Canva. Yeah. Any, of those, like, any of those, like, templates, those are, like, there's nothing wrong with any of that. You know right. what I mean? Like, when you want to get down to, like, the psychology behind it, like, that's a whole nother level. People will say, make sure the face to the left. Don't ha- don't be in front of the timestamp. Right. Uh, make sure that, like... I would say like their tricks, like pop, make the, you know having like something that pops. Don't ever rely on actual footage from what you create either, because like no one that makes a great thumbnail is it's all superimposed if they really want to make it that great. Right. Like mm-hmm. Mr. Beast's thumbnail, it's all superimposed. Mm-hmm. He's still going to deliver on his concept, but they're all like not yeah. in probably going to frame in the video. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. And then also what a lot of people do, which is crazy, is they'll create a video behind the thumbnail idea of, 
idea first. Oh, okay. Um, so, so make the thumbnail and then do the video? Yeah, so if you're in your head, you're like, wow, if I was like in a bathtub full of Cheetos, that would pop. Yeah. yeah. And then boom, that's your video, a bathtub full of Cheetos. Yeah. Right. Um, because of the thumbnail. Right, <laughs> like, right. <laughs> you know, not because of the stupid content that you're about to ensue. No offense to yeah. anyone mm -hmm. that did a video about bathtub full of Cheetos. <laughs> Scratch that <laughs> <laughs> so when you uh, also when you're talking about platforms like a different different social media mm -hmm. platforms like what are the most um, uh, like, like what fi most what financially what's best and I'm, you know like uh, well right now it's just YouTube and it's YouTube and Facebook that okay. pay you okay so but when you're talking YouTube are you talking like does YouTube Shorts pay anything like YouTube or YouTube Shorts started to monetize February 2023 okay which so is this month yeah so I'm starting to see if it's anything more lucrative yeah. yeah I have like a whole separate short channel so I'm kind of an analyzing that right now okay mm -hmm. um and I knew that I did this prematurely but I boosted this one channel before the monetization kicked in uh -huh. mm -hmm. and they got millions of views like some like I got one that's got like 10 million views right now mm -hmm. and I'm like did I do this too early because mm -hmm. like, you don't get paid yeah. 20 yeah and I'm just like shit <laughs> when you say boosted do you mean you pay to increase the reach of that or is what do you when you say you boosted it yeah that's kind of I shouldn't have said that's a bad word um I can elaborate on that I started a shorts channel because all the shorts on my main channel, mm -hmm. it just seemed like it was messing it up and I got in my head. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'll just create a shorts channel and I'll take all, and I think we had about 400 videos. I'll take all 400 and I'll hire someone to schedule them all out mm -hmm. five a day, every day, mm -hmm. until they're out of video, until I'm out of the 400. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And because I went on that schedule and that volition, mm -hmm. we went from like, Literally in one month, we went almost to 100,000 subscribers. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Just organically. Yeah, and that's just from the consistency and the volume. <clears throat> the vo I think it's a volume thing. Yeah. I think, like, there's no, like, we just, like, we just penetrated the algorithm with, like, a, you know, like, mm -hmm. bam, bam, mm -hmm. 400 videos right in your face. <laughs> you bring up another question. You, you referenced the algorithm. What do you find is the balance between chasing, creating content and finagling and chasing the algorithm like the, the analytical data on your end as a creator like what's your balance you well you don't want to um the, the reason why a lot of people pay for a lot of help is because you don't want to miss an opportunity because you have bad practices in favoring the algorithm mm -hmm. you don't want to have a work of art get buried in the ground because you don't know how to properly promote mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. with you, know, you don't need to do it with money you could be, it could be as, as bad as a bad thumbnail. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It could be as bad as a bad title. Yeah. It could be bad, you know what I mean? So all those things really matter. That's why it's just like, there's no secret sauce. You just have to have companies with data and tools that mm -hmm. can like run, do A-B testing constantly. Mm -hmm. And a lot of our friends have programs that they pay for, literally mm -hmm. monthly. They'll throw in five thumbnails, they'll type in five titles and it spits out like which ones this, this you know, like this robot thinks that it's yeah. gonna be the best. Oh, okay. And uh, it costs money. And what Does kind of services are those? Um, I'll have to ask um, my one friend, Mark. He's actually a creator in Orlando too. Mm -hmm. okay. He's a food creator, and he's the analytic junkie. I'm, I'm always just like, it's about the art. Make good, <laughs> make a good video. They'll watch it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. it doesn't matter about the views. If mm -hmm. it's really good, people will watch it. Trust <laughs> me. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, you go. I was just gonna say. So, if you were 
today, having all of the knowledge that you have in your head, right? If you were going to start a YouTube channel tomorrow, unrelated to food in general, just a new topic, mm-hmm. and and not link it to your social medias or any of that, this is a new thing. I, w- I just want to see this this thing grow. Yeah. What would you recommend, like somebody doing? Let it? me jump in and. Yeah. Well, can I give you really bad advice, real quick? Yes. Right. Um, be have access to millions of dollars and a okay. huge team of people. Okay. And <laughs> and, and be like, make me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, like, honestly, that a lot of people are getting that. A lot of people are getting ahead with, with money. With money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like all business is capital driven at this point. Yeah, it's turning into that. Yeah, Yeah. it really is, and it's a. So I'll give you, I'll I'll give you an engine to work with for our theory. Mm -hmm. So, and I remember last time we did a show together, I was telling you about how I wanted to start this thing called Yeah, the Road Comic. Mm -hmm. So my concept was. touring comedian and I'm going to be reviewing cars as I travel to different shows mm-hmm. and I told you I was like you got me all pumped and motivated about how you need you got to start just start immediately yeah and I was like next time I see you in like a week I'm gonna start it that was like damn near a year ago and I just now started so <laughs> so <laughs> but so um, I, rec- I recorded the first one. I have not completed the actual editing and making it into an episode yet. Mm-hmm. So I've got about 40 minutes. It'll probably edit down to be about 10 minutes of useful, actual thing. Okay. Um, so I am starting. It, so it's a YouTube channel from scratch, Instagram page from scratch, Facebook page from scratch. All the socials on it are from scratch. And I have my first video and I have 45 minutes of content. Mm-hmm. I'm going to... Blurt out what I think I'm going to do, and you tell me where I'm wrong and where you should change. Okay. Right? I'm going to, on the YouTube channel, mm-hmm. I'm going to do the full video, which is the review, me talking about everything, just the full, all of the content all together in one big thing. Right? Then I was going to take the 45 minute video, cut, you know, 15, 30 second interesting clips out of it, as many as I can get out of the whole thing. Mm hmm. Um, and then do that as reels and shorts, mm-hmm. right? Um, the other thing I also did is I created a um, an outro that'll be at the end of every video. That is, hey, if you like this, please like and subscribe. And then I actually also have uh, an image of my stand-up album cover on it with like a listen to on Spotify or whatever. So I'm trying to what I'm trying to do is promote both things together so that as the YouTube channel grows, it grows my comedy career along with it. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, what other strategies or what did I do wrong? Um, well, I mean, there's no, nothing to say what you did wrong because you know you haven't you got to do it. Yeah. So, um, I was gonna say like hyper focus with mm-hmm. just making whatever platform you want. I know I said be everywhere, but I think when you first start, mm. it's you need to just be one place mm. and hyper-focus on that. Okay. Because you could experience burnout mm-hmm. if you're trying to, like, already do what people should be doing once they're established. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're not established, you're putting a lot of effort, mm-hmm. more effort into something that you might want to see something happen. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't, it might, you know what I mean? It might bog you down and 
it might turn into something that's daunting. And and by the way, that is Singapore. I think that's Singapore. Singapore. Yep. Singapore. It's Singapore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Singapore. Yeah. I, that Fulton. I did a video there. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. And there's another one right across there. Yeah. They're two of the the top rated hotels in Singapore. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious that he actually. Oh, is it right? Yeah. The, yeah the well, it said it was like the number one place to go. Unless I was full of shit. The, yeah. <laughs> the Fullerton Bay Hotel. Yeah. yeah Fullerton Bay. Yeah. Oh my God! I, should, I gotta show you the video. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, I think you're. It's it's so too soon to give you any advice right now. Okay. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. you need to try. You need to do what you said. I mm-hmm. don't see any red flags or any of that. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. You just need to do what you said. Stick mm-hmm. to your plan, mm-hmm. and see if you keep doing it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because the more focusing with the one thing, I know what you mean. The difference between like new people should start with just like one thing. And then, like, as you grow that, mm-hmm. you'll then start receiving funds for that. And then you can use those funds to kind of possibly pay people to help you. So then you have more time because you have very limited time. You know, you work mm-hmm. a full time job. You're going to do that. You do stand up. So you're mm-hmm. you have a family. No. So you have very little free time. And that kind of frees you up to go, OK, well, maybe I can pay somebody to then put it on another platform for me or, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing to reach your niche, which is probably car people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. It, ultimately, no matter what it's going to take, you're saying it's going to take years to really time. develop and get a, a following and all that kind of stuff? Or do you think that's I mean, more fast track nowadays? If you pay, it goes faster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's case by case. Like, yeah. I, mm-hmm. You like, know, I really, I really can't say. I mean, like the the one thing I can tell you is, study the market that you're going into. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you look at the best car people, and the best car people are getting this amount of views, that is, that's the best you're gonna be. Uh, you you can get goal. just as good as them, which is mm-hmm. very hard to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's as good as you're gonna be <laughs> because <laughs> that's your market. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not gonna convince other people to be like, oh my god, he's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit about cars, but the variable then becomes how do you build on what they've done and what what is your what sets you apart, and that's yeah. I think where you set your niche with the yeah. comedy, you know. No. Yeah, because I think because well one of the one of the sort of cheating strategies that I was going to take, mm-hmm. um, I think it's going to take a very very long time to build a following reviewing like the new Honda Civic, the new you know Toyota kind Corolla, of time that, and that's. It's also just like cars that are easily accessible. But but also yeah. it's not evergreen. So <coughs> so if I were to do a a movie channel and I was a movie reviewer mm-hmm. and I remove the review the mo- new movie and I have no followers, I spent all that time reviewing this movie no one watched. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I get if I if I get big, I can't go back and be like, oh, you got to watch my Ant Man review from twenty twenty three. Right. So like, yeah. why would I do that? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not a new movie. Right. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, everything that you've worked prior doesn't help you anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when you deal with evergreen content, that means it doesn't matter what year you watch it. Uh-huh. That will always be. That'll be like almost passive income. It'll always be paying you. Mm-hmm. But the other ones are gonna drop off. Gonna I, drop I, off. I watched three of your videos today that were from six years ago. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I, that makes sense. You know. You, you, I'm sorry, Chris. Well, well, what I was gonna say was, so my strategy was speaking of money, um, you can pay a lot more money and get access to Lamborghinis and Ferraris, and I think at that point, 
you get people's interest just off the fact that it's just a much more interesting car that you're reviewing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the other thing that I hope to capitalize on is again, a, have, I'm you a comic. Wa- have you Googled like Lamborghini videos? Yeah, I've been like obsessing over. So, so yeah. do you know what they get? Like, um, so, it ranges. I mean, the I mean, the top of the top people that do it, uh-huh. they're looking at a, like a million five a video uh-huh. um, for interesting stuff like that. Yeah, but that's the top of the top. You can also go to their page and go to their about and you can see their lifetime views. Mm-hmm. The, the only problem with that number now is it's very skewed because of shorts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you do see lifetime views, you can really gauge their, their overall performance. Because mm-hmm. something can look really great on the surface, but they might have just been like a, had a couple flukes. Because mm-hmm. then when you go to lifetime views, say, say you see the first 10 videos, they're all got a million. You're like, dude, and you go to his about and he's only got 20 million views. Mm-hmm. And that's all the videos that yeah. That did well or something mm-hmm. like that. So two two questions for you. Like I have a business and we're on it. We do a lot of e-commerce through Instagram and a lot of marketing through Instagram, which works well for us. Yeah, yeah. On Instagram, you can pay to boost your post. Yeah, now, absolutely. Do you have that same ability on YouTube? And are you seeing a lot of people do that? N- no, I don't see people boosting on YouTube. So you don't pay to increase your your, your reach of your. your no, videos. but they t- but it totally is done on Facebook and. I know when people and anytime someone puts an ad, that's all. Yeah, that's all paid. Um, but I just I've talked to so many creators about throwing money at YouTube, and not one person said it made sense. I did an experiment where I did it in the uh, the Philippines because we did a lot of videos in the Philippines, and the and the the, the advertising rate was so low. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, can I yeah. break even on this? <coughs> so I started doing it, and we did all these studies, and I think you pretty much just like, you're just gonna go. If you're paying per whatever they give you, you're probably gonna hit a loss of like 25% loss every time you do it, e- in the best case scenario. Mm-hmm. So it's you're just bleeding money doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. So yeah, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. Organic growth is. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's kind of the only way to go. But here, like the big hack back in 2022 was being on shorts. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if it's rewarding as much. But like I'm, like I'm saying, like I would have never gotten to. I think it's almost 200,000 subscribers in like three months. Had you not already mm-hmm. had a bank of? Well, not even just the bank, but the shorts was the algorithm was like. He was. Everyone was doing well on it. Everyone, yeah. Like, I was telling anyone, I'm like, dude, get your comedy on shorts. You'll have one, like, couple million or something yeah, like that. Yeah, because I feel like whenever the powers that be put something new out like that, yeah, they, they want people to come to it. Yeah. So they're like, yeah. whoever is on Early it Early bird catches the worm exactly. in that scenario. I'm like, yeah. I don't think it's the case. Now that <clears throat> it's monetized, too. Yeah. Um, There's less than I haven't had a single, yeah, I haven't had another banger this month, so. Yeah. yeah. You brought up an interesting fact about if he were to make videos, like no one's going to go back and watch a video from three years ago. What are you seeing as far as is the shelf life on your videos with so much engaging content out there and so many content creators mm-hmm. from your world? What's the shelf life? Like, man, you well, got creating content yeah. how often? Yeah. I'll say if it's like a recipe, that's got a pretty last much. forever. Yeah, yeah. lasts forever. So how often do you recommend someone post something? all depends on your schedule i'd say like one a week minimum one week minimum okay yeah, yeah. but it'd be, it'd be really hard to grow i mean like back in the day one a week like one decent youtube video a week mm-hmm. that's manageable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do, uh do you like do you think like 
posting times and stuff like that, do you think there's relevance in that, or you just... You can start getting data on that, which is nice. Yeah, and once mm -hmm. you have the data, then you can... Yeah, like, sometimes you're... Well, you can make the data, because the reason we have ours is because we kept saying we'll have a new video drop every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's your that's y'all's, that's your post time. It, so it was. We kind of fell off of that, which is... Because that's what the kids do, too. The kids were like, oh, my God, it's Thursday at 3. So-and-so yeah. yeah, so just probably, posted. I, I got to go find do, it. Yeah, I should probably do that again. Yeah. You're, like, hmm. training your audience. You are training them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know why I stopped. That was kind of stupid. Because, <laughs> like, literally, literally, people were literally waiting for it. If we were late, people would go lose their shit. Yeah. You, you know what's funny, man, is I showed my kids a poster, uh, like, when we did Judd's show, and they were like, holy shit, I know that guy. Oh, get out. So, yeah. I, like, I, I mean, we have a 12-year-old and a 16-year-old. Yeah, well, that's it, a good It was my 16-year-old that was like, oh, I've... I used to watch I him. I used to watch him, you know, blah, blah, blah. We're so like, oh, I was that's like, holy weird. shit. You know? And their taste, you know... <laughs> That's the other thing about kids; is their tastes go from one direction to another to another. Because mm -hmm. as they get older, the their tastes and things change and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so, have you guys had any, um, like, have, has your audience shifted? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Demographics. Um, we've always been like honestly kind of older, mm -hmm. like twenty four to thirty five. Okay, really? Well, I guess it is cooking. So kids, I, kid, like we do have like fourteen to eighteen, mm -hmm. but they. I mean, if you think about it, if you see like the all the the stuff that really went viral, is all that giant food. That's not really adult. That's kid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One yeah. of the ones I watched today was the giant chicken nugget. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was like this. But I, that was kind of a big thing because that one channel. Was and like that's the like meat. seven years old. Oh, so yeah. like that's yeah. what I'm saying. People the are still right. watching Doing that video. That. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember that. Yeah. Name. Uh, mm -hmm. The Canadian dudes. <laughs> uh, yeah, because they were doing that stuff too. Like, yeah, what? Oh, Epic Meal Time? Yeah, Epic Meal yes, Time. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're, we actually did a video with them. Oh, you did? With yeah. uh, Harley, isn't that a guy's name? Harley and Josh. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's cool. Yeah, because we're all in the community. We all know each other. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, do you do you like do out go out and do like YouTube fan expos and things like that? And like, we, we did. I mean, I've been doing this for ten years, so yeah. it's just like. I'm like at the tail end. I'm like the old crippled guy. <laughs> I'm like, I'll give you guys advice. But it's gonna be rough. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but yeah, I've done a ton of stuff. I, you know, I mean, like, I I don't even like sit back and re reflect on some of the coolest shit I've done. Yeah. But I was at like at a at a party with Alicia Keys playing the piano. Wow. Not like paid tickets. Like she's just chilling on a grand piano <laughs> playing while I'm walking by. But I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just like, what is what is this? This is <laughs> this is wild. Yeah. You, you couldn't even imagine that when you were in New York, no. in college. Oh my god, starting no. that shit. That's crazy. Yeah. No, and and I would just, I was, I'm I'm very thirsty for celebrities. I'm the one that like freaks out. So yeah. I'm just like, I didn't, I wasn't present at all. People were talking to me I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm just like trying to spot as many as I could and just like creep on them. It was so bad. Have you? Have have you ever weirded any of them out? Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> Unfortunately, all of them. I'm horrible. I'm so horrible. Like, like the worst version of me comes out. <laughs> Howie Mandel, that was the worst. All right, all right. Right. Well, he already has the... Yeah, he has the, like, touch people. Yeah. It wasn't the worst. It was just... I was just like, it's you. He's like, it's... It's me. <laughs> and then he, like, did the slow turn away. And then, like, <laughs> just like... 
<laughs> oh, and, then, and then I turned back to my friends and they're like, oh, Sam, like, it's good, it's good. <laughs> so then, well, 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 well. Did any of them ever recognize you from YouTube? Yeah. yeah. Like, so who was that? Oh, the celebrities? Yeah. Oh, no. I don't... Shit. I would say maybe a ton of other, like, YouTubers. I don't know if celebrities, know. really celebrities. Yeah. Yeah, celebrities like, are too busy. Yeah, yeah. Alicia <laughs> Keys didn't stop on the piano. Was, holy shit! <laughs> it's 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 I know, right? No, but you'd always be surprised. That would be point. really cool, though. No, I, I would be cool. The only thing that was close was, um, oh man, why well, don't remember his name? Jurassic Park. I love the guy. Chris Pratt. No, the old the oh, original. Uh, 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 Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Okay. Tweeted a, a picture of this chicken nugget. <laughs> so, so I'm like, yeah. Bro, that I was like, that was the. Ha- I was like, I'm done. I'm good. <laughs> well, he's such an interesting dude too. He so is. Like, oh, that guy's watching. Jump, it's it's yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. No, that's cool. So, where would you recommend someone? See, see now, I, I basically understand that JP's point is like. Until you start, I can't give you any advice because you don't know. Well, you don't have any you analytics. Know. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, because yeah. like, you, can, you, you, you I can't tell you what to do. You have to do, have to and then I can just tell you what you're doing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. or, or what you, or what you, or what you. So, all right. So, right off the bat, so just some simple stuff. Um, normally, what do you, re- what do you see people's attention spans in terms of the video? Is there a length at which it just oh, that's drops a, off? That's, that's there's an answer you're not gonna like there okay make it engaging yeah yeah Mm -hmm. like dude you can have a half an hour video just Mm -hmm. make it good okay Mm -hmm. that will keep their attention and Mm -hmm. like if you can google like again everything you can you can look up but Mm -hmm. they're literally videos like on editing on how to keep someone engaged and it could just be changing the frame every three seconds Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of people are throwing like a lot of gifts you know, get these mm-hmm. up. Yeah. I, I'm giffing all the time if I have an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meme your own video, throw text on the screen. At, listen, the more effort you put in, mm-hmm. it it will pay it will pay off. Mm-hmm. Okay. If it's done right. Mm-hmm. If if it effort's done wrong, mm-hmm. well, there's no wrong. It's art. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. No. You got to look at it like that. Editing mm-hmm. is a canvas, and you're painting a picture. And mm-hmm. you can do a little to it, or you can do a lot to it, or you can do too much to it. Mm-hmm. Burn out. Mm-hmm. Here's a question I have. So I noticed as as I'm creating my reels, I, I just pulled up my reels here on my phone. Um, what I noticed is I see a lot of people that have huge amounts of views, but very few actual followers, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out how to optimize the conversion from somebody viewing it. To them actually following you. Mm. We'll just tell them. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God. Mm-hmm. At the beginning or at the end? Or mm. both. Um, if you can, Test again, it. if you if you can, <laughs> like, the more organic you can be about it, um, mm-hmm. the less, like, maybe cringy or, like, swipe away it is. Mm-hmm. But I would probably say give them what they want and then tell them. You want more jokes from Chris? Yeah. Follow! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you should do it exactly. And then people are like, I gotta watch more Chris. They won't do it if you don't tell them. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They will if they really like you. 
Yeah. But most times we're just like, Ooh, I just Ooh. watch it and then you like, swipe by. You have to really like to like push and then follow. Yeah. You have to see a, more of them too. Isn't it weird mm-hmm. that it's literally two buttons? Like it's not like like all right now I gotta fucking spend five minutes trying yeah, to follow. It's, two, no. it's two two buttons that they have to push, but, and it's still like the people can't be bothered. <laughs> yeah. but, but getting but that's the only way because honestly you're not gonna get followers the other way, and the reason why you don't see people a lot of followers and a lot of views is because. They trust they'll see him again mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. having to follow. Mm-hmm. He's always in my feed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you stay long on him, and that just tells the algorithm you yeah. like that person even without following him. Yeah. Like I even noticed, like just sitting here talking to you, I'm standing back looking at the reels, and I am noticing a pattern. Like the reels of me actually doing stand up have far more views. Than the reels that are like the logo for the podcast plus a short video and like follow me or whatever. The stuff that's literally just me on stage, even if it's worse mm-hmm. quality. Mm-hmm. You know, because the, the the video from my interviews, that's a TV quality. That was shot in a TV production studio. Mm-hmm. Few hundred views. Everything in the thousands is me actually on stage doing stand up, and it might not even be as anywhere near a good a quality. Mm-hmm. You know? But it's engaging to the viewer. I think, well, I also think I'm also benefiting from the fact that stand-up is a popular thing that people like to scroll through mm-hmm. and see, like, a short, like, I'm just going to watch this joke, and then I, if I if this sucks, I can keep scrolling. I think stand-up has kind of become pretty big on reels. Have you noticed that at all? I mean, I follow it all, so it just shows up. Okay. <laughs> you might be stuck in the algorithm. Yeah, yeah like, like, don't, I'm not saying anyone's right or wrong, but, uh, one thing I've noticed is like, if you see a lot, a lot of something, don't mm-hmm. ever make necessarily make that feel like that might be a trend. It could just mm-hmm. be like you're in your own little world. Oh, because the algorithms are designed to show you what you want to yeah. see. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. like me and both of our kids each have totally different, different things exactly. we see on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. they're like, oh, do you see this? I'm like, no, nah, fam, I yeah. do not see. You're that. different. Uni- I almost <laughs> look at them as yeah. universes. We're yeah. like in our own separate universes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like there's if there is crossover whatever but it sometimes there's none and you're just like you like look over and you're like what the fuck are you what's like you <laughs> yeah, right. like, like judge people based on it why why are their kids crying and their for you paid you sick why why is there a guy with a knife sticking out of his viewers would engage more with like Brian's comedy channel if he was in a bikini or dancing. Yeah. I think they might well. unsubscribe <laughs> <laughs> they shit like that. Well, Bert Kreischer does it. That's true. Yeah. That's true. There, there's that factor. There's a reality of it. Like, That's true. Let's be honest. We're some ugly looking Are Were you looking at anything in particular? Because it looked like you were like looking at something. I was trying Joe to see. Well, you you have six reels, right? One, yeah. I think that Which one I, I just started posting these. Like, yeah. I just started. I'm just saying like analyzing it is... Yep. It might be a waste of time. Because there's just not enough volume. Yeah, and the and any um I I'd love to do a, a test on this. Any mm-hmm. new account, you do six videos and see like three of them like hit mm-hmm. good numbers. But mm-hmm. have all th- all six videos just be like the same one. White wall. Oh. Mm-hmm. I, bet, I bet you it'll it'll do the same thing. And you know what that does? It 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 just Shits on all of anyone starting a new channel thinking yeah. that's good because <laughs> you could just do a white wall and get the same stats. Because it's, it's they, based on algorithm, just how it they, happens to hit. Well, it. they think they they probably know that you're a new account. They mm-hmm. probably want to tickle your your endorphins a mm-hmm. few times, and then they 
will probably shit on you for like a month and then maybe if they still see you doing it they'll give you a little ego boost again mm -hmm. it's like very manipulative these platforms the mm -hmm. so i don't even look like that's why like money talks and that's what youtube youtube actually pays a creator based on views mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all these other platforms i just look at it as like another way to advertise you got more audience people you might as well just seem be seen in more people's faces but mm -hmm. That's why I've always kind of like avoided like hyper analyzing analytics, mm -hmm. especially on like real sites. Mm -hmm. YouTube definitely. That's where like your bread and butter is. Mm -hmm. Right. Same with Facebook. If you're doing long format on Facebook, mm -hmm. and I would actually do both. I would do. I know I just said to only do one, but it's not going to be that much more work for you to like square it off and put it on Facebook because mm -hmm. you're going to get a, a, a higher paying clientele on Facebook. Mm -hmm. That's what Devin Devin was showing us his metrics of Facebook. I mean, it was like. $400 on TikTok versus what he would probably make. It was like 13 days into the month, and he was looking at making like 40 grand that month. You know what I mean? Like just just well, off of awesome. Facebook. You yeah, because like I know TikTok, does, TikTok doesn't really pay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to – I have friends that have things in like the millions of views, and they're getting like $3, you know, <laughs> nothing. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, it's other, not worth the effort. Because my other question, because like. I'm wondering just from your experience as somebody who has – been in this a long time the other thing i'm seeing is is a lot of comics will have thirty thousand followers on social media but they don't fill venues when they do shows mm -hmm. so it's like how how much is this just the swiping like how do you find and i'm it's starting to seem like facebook is where you find real valuable sort of clientele almost people that are of a certain age they are actually communicating with Facebook when they look to go to an event they'll actually go to Facebook to find what's going on mm -hmm. um, are you seeing and are, do you use it because I know you're saying you don't really sort of cross over between your comedy and your YouTube channel have you ever considered using you know one to promote the other um yeah I just haven't done it okay I just don't uh, I don't really know how to like as much advice I'm giving I don't really know how I guess I could do it I just I don't know if I want to mm-hmm well, what I was going to say, because just to not, just to sort of piggybacking off of my idea of the road comic thing. Yeah. Like, I wonder if, because you have such a large following on YouTube, if you were to go, you know... It's just shout out, like, say, hey, I'm going to be in this town doing this show. Or not only that, but, like, yeah. just, just organically <laughs> integrated into your videos. Because like, you're doing hacks with fast food restaurants, right? So, like... Uh, I'm doing comedy gigs all over the place, and I'm eating at fast food restaurants late at night. This is what I get late at night when I'm leaving the improv, whatever. So that you're not pushing anything. It just organically fits in there, and then you have such a large following. I wonder if that would, even if 1% of the people give a shit, it's still... Yeah, I should probably do the... A large got, number I of mean, people. I mean, we saw... They were on a show together... And there was a girl there that was like, oh, my gosh, I love you, YouTube. I came to this show just so that I could see you on, like, in person. I was yeah, like, yeah. what's happening? How how, what? how So how often is that happening? I was going to ask that, too. Like, how often are you getting, like, like super fans that, go, that search you out and see? Like, did she have to sleuth to find out that you were also a comedian? I don't know. Do you have, like, a, he has, you have a comedy YouTube shorts, right? Yeah, or just yeah. the food one. Well, I, I mean, I put I I kind of put some of my stuff up on my personal. Mm -hmm. Okay. But, okay. Um, no, she definitely knew me from the channel. Definitely. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, like, yeah, people actually do show up to the shows. Like, I just did one Kava. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. The one here? Yeah. 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 Jed, yeah. Jed. yeah. 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 That, was, that was okay. The, the problem was, it was like, yeah, it was a whole table full of, uh, just a whole table. Like, yeah. They're pointing. And, but they, they never, like, said hi. <laughs> <laughs> So, so they were putting a JP on you? <laughs> well, it just, all I'm saying is just like, I don't know. Like, I, I didn't know how to handle that. I was just like, and then it changed my act and my set. I think if I, like, like if I promoted it and I mm. found out there's going to be all these people coming to see me from the channel, I'm like, I'm like, what if I suck? Oh, like, my God. Oh, it would yeah. make you more nervous. Yeah. It did. It made me really nervous. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, oh, shit. They're going to just think I suck. Uh. It's the only time I saw me. It was bad. You know what's interesting? Ellen DeGeneres. I watched this interview with her, and she was talking about her first time on like a like a, on I think it was like a late night show, and her joke, was, and this was back when you could do weird Andy Kaufman stuff and get away with it. Okay. I think audiences today would get might might, might get pissed at you, <laughs> but her whole joke was she brought like a whopper on stage, and started to tell the joke, but then in the middle of the joke took a bite, and then once she'd swallowed the bite, she was like, "All right, let me start over," and she would start the joke. And then once she got to the same spot, she took another bite. And she, like, just, like, to fuck with the audience. Uh-uh. Oh. I wonder if you start making food content from the stage at some comedy shows, not as, like, your bread and butter or anything, <laughs> but just to help blend it more organically. Yeah, yeah, To yeah. where it's like, hey, um, or even, because, again, you eat at different places. I mean, you can even do some where you... Try the food at the comedy venues because they're all restaurants. Really, good idea. we should I'm also from, uh, we should also a ask you: Are you yeah. trying to be like a headlining stand-up comic, or are you just comfortable like going out with your friends and doing stand-up comedy? You know, because yeah. like like obviously like YouTube is a career for you. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, yeah. that's how you that's your bread and butter. It's your business. At so this point. Is, you have is is stand-up more like just like I don't want to call it a hobby because it's you know, but is it just something that you're doing for fun and you're not really trying to like build your stand-up career to like a national headlining situation or like how because that's like one of those be careful what you wish for type of things okay Okay. Mm -hmm. because because i remember going to a show and being terrified yeah and i'm like (laughs) and i'm like i don't want that feeling Uh, right like uh yeah it was really bad it was almost like scary and i called one of my comedian friends i'm like you ever felt that feeling like yeah. You have to do this thing and you don't want to. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and you're like, yeah. But I got married. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's on the record. <laughs> <laughs> he says that, she <laughs> says that shit in a set, man. Yeah, he, 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 he was like, wait for that. She says the same thing in her set. She's not even a comedian. <laughs> so, but that, that's the thing. Like, if. Because right now, like, I, I think featuring is easy street. Right. Oh, and I think every sure. every comic will tell you that. Mm-hmm. And and um, so I don't deserve those, like, you know, like the war vets. I don't deserve the thank you for your service. Right. Because, like, <laughs> I don't think I've done them. I, 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 I mean, I've gone through the, the gulag. Right. Like, I've done so many open mics. I've done so many awkward, weird venues. Yeah. So many showcases. Um, so I definitely, like, feel like I've, like, paid my dues. But, um... I kind of just want to just chill in this comfortable area. Yes. I do, however, wouldn't mind a, like, kind of thing outside the box, like you said. I mean, I don't think it, the, oddly, it's not really hack if I'm doing food. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's, 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 yeah, because, yeah. like, that, like, 
Because what I do like is that I can almost create content on stage for my channel yeah. Yeah. in front of a random audience, yeah. and they just have to deal with whatever I'm going to do for them on a time. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily have to be jokes. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. could, it could be funny, yeah. but like yeah. I, I could do my jokes, but I like, like ordered like a steak Diane yeah. Yeah. at Gregory's and had yeah. that right on the stage. I'm like, can, and then I'm like at the mic, and I'm like, chewing it. I'm like, yeah, so um, have you twice Spirit Airlines before? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, like oh, this is so good. Where's the? But yeah, yeah, like, yeah. even like you know how they do those things where and I should know what all this shit's called. You know how they do those things where they take audio and then they recreate the creative video around the actual audio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can even the first one you could mm-hmm. do to just introduce the concept. Mm-hmm. You could play Ellen telling the story of doing that bit, mm-hmm. and then you literally do the thing on stage. Yeah, yeah. And then that's how you introduce the fact that you're a comic to your audience. Yeah. You know? I thought the most organic, though, would be, you know how a family guy cuts to, like, a, a joke, a, yeah. an act out? Yeah. yeah. I could be, like, on the road, and I'm like, oh, man, that's, like, that time I blah, 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 or whatever. Just, yeah. And then it skips to me on the stage yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. making the joke, yeah. maybe the joke about it. That's genius. Right. Yeah. Maybe this I is like really that. hack. What if you did, like, best foods to throw at a comedian? Here's a steak. Like cauliflower. But again, it's a it's a thing that you could it lasts forever. You could see like you do slow motion videos of like Food you being tossed at JP. Yeah, food being tossed at JP. I, I feel like then he's gonna be like, that's gonna be him like inviting people yeah. to do that on yeah. actual yeah. show. Yeah. Looking like Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Yeah. Just walking on the street. I'm like, oh, yeah. another, <laughs> another burrito hit me today. Here's here's the problem that you are gonna have though. Like if you start integrating your comedy, and De- this is something that happened to Devin, right? Mm-hmm. So Devin was a uh, he was like a feature, and he was going out on the road like to with different people, right? And then he'd get to a point where he'd be in, like, Tempe, Arizona featuring, right? And he'd show up, he'd get done with his set, and then there'd be, you know, 500 people waiting to meet him. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, 50 people or whatever, you know, depending on the size. And the headliner would have nobody there waiting. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So then it creates this dynamic. for It created this yeah. dynamic for Devin where, like, the headliners hated him because mm-hmm. everybody's there to see him. And, and then, then the clubs leave. would not book the headliner again. They'd go, hey, Devin, next time you're in town, you're headlining. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so it gave him a lot of, like, uh, credibility in comedy, like, real fast because people he's selling tickets. People are showing mm-hmm. up. And, and so that's why, I'm, that's why I asked you specifically, like, are you trying to do that kind of stuff? Because if not, I would not <laughs> recommend merging the two because if you have a 3.3 million followers on youtube and you start integrating your comedy shit they're gonna come see you man and then and then you gotta like decide like do i really want the added pressure of this or am i ready for it or Mm. like that kind of thing you know what i'm saying because people are gonna be mad if you have (laughs) set a line of 75 people waiting for you (laughs) and they have no one yeah and they have nobody you know what i'm saying but i will tell you i didn't realize you've been doing stand-up for as long as you have so i mean where you are now I mean, I don't want to say even if you don't want to, you should do it. <laughs> but I think you have you have enough time under your belt to where if it became a thing where, oh, my God, because I have such a following, I'm now a headliner overnight. I don't think it would be that big a deal for you to grab two strong features. And because a lot of people, even if you don't want to do that much time, 
you can have two comics in front of you do 30 and you do 30 and you get the same amount of time slot filled you see what I'm saying um, yeah, yeah. in a show but as long as they come to see you and the headliner you come out and you do your half hour or whatever you want to do and then they get to have the experience of meeting you and doing all that stuff I mean I think if you were to tra- I mean if you were to transfer 10% of your audience over you are a nationally touring packing out comedy clubs headliner mm-hmm. you know because you can book any club in the country with 30,000 followers. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got 30,000 followers, the improv in any state will put you up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you have 100,000 followers on Instagram or whatever, then you, you'll get a headlining spot anywhere in the country. So it's yeah. like that. Like, you don't even have to be, not that you're not, but you don't even have to be funny to get that shit. That's why, yeah. like, you know, you well, see... Well, then that, t- that's what I want. That's good, then. Now I feel better. Well, the clubs don't care if you're funny or not, as long yeah. as the tickets get sold. They'll keep bringing you back. But if you're, like, that's why I was saying, if you're trying to convert your fan base to your comedy and what you're nervous about is, like, being funny or not, like, we've all seen you do stand-up. I think you're funny. You know what I mean? Like, the people that are in the stand-up world locally, I've never heard a bad thing about you, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a comedian. Well, yeah. yeah. (laughs) But But I think you're funny. (laughs) But I think you are, more so than anyone that I've ever met, in a prime position, because I think, Social people who blow up on social media get a bad rep because a lot of times it's people blow up on social media, they don't really have any other talent, they definitely can't sing, they definitely can't, you know, whatever. So, stand up is something that anybody can just kind of do, even if it's good or bad. Oh, yeah, and you're getting a lot of these people come in and are not really comedians and they're bombing and it's going terrible, or brand new comics, Mm -hmm. too. Yeah, or brand new comics, Mm -hmm. but. I think you were positioned to be very similar to a Devin Siebold or a Ben Brainerd where you're already a funny comic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you have this following on social media. You blend the two together and you have an, oh, not overnight because it took you years to build those two separate things, but overnight meaning when you do click them, it blows up very quickly. Mm-hmm. What yeah. if what if I uh, what if I just like talked to Krista and said uh, for the improv and said, hey, do you have like a random Thursday far into the future I can test to see if people will come to it, this? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because cause then, cause then I could just... three million followers. Like, well, because then I could just say, hey, like in a month I'm going to be at the Orlando Improv. Yeah. Uh, if you guys want to, you know, come... It will sell out in... Test the yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going like, to be up to you to sell the tickets for it, yeah. but it's going to sell out. I'm just curious yeah. what would happen. Think, I think you don't realize the amount of power that you're sitting Yeah, you, you have you a know. lot. So I don't think you, I don't think you. Yes, do. you do. You have a yes, ton of power. I'm telling you yeah, right now. Because <laughs> any club in the country right now, book you, man. You got three, three point three million followers. No, no I know, but I don't. I don't know if anyone's gonna actually like buy the. T- I, that's why I want to try it out. See if anyone's gonna do it. Gonna I want. It, I want you to. Leon, what if they don't live here? I want you to do it, and it'll blow your own mm. mind. Because statistically speaking. If it's 3.3 million people... Yeah, but that's not... That's, that's, it's got to be views. No, I know, but... The but some people are passionate about the people they like. We flew to Minecon. Yeah, in for, Los Angeles for yeah, my kids. Yeah, we flew to L.A. for our kids for, like, four days and spent tons of money just to go yeah, meet... Yeah, j- just so she could go meet the YouTubers at Minecon. No, no point in oh, me, not me. Oh, not yeah, her. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, my, it was Minecraft committee. It was Minecon. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. They don't do it anymore. We went in 2016, but we literally but flew, we flew there, there just so we could meet YouTubers. What's it called? Minecon. 
Uh, marketing, I'm yeah. like, we gotta change the name of this. <laughs> it's, it's Minecraft. It's Minecraft. So, yeah, so it's but, yeah, and there was all kinds We went specifically for the YouTubers, not for the Minecraft. Like, Amy Lee and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, whatever if they're favorite. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, so. Oh, yeah, cool. I mean, but, that is a big convention with a bunch of people. Yeah. But you, I, oh, go ahead. Well, because well, you got to remember, these comedy clubs, they seat like 400 people. They seat anywhere from 250 to maybe 500 people, the average big Yeah, comedy. no, I get it. I, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I, the other thing, too, is if you're worried about being funny or not, if you if you pack a room full of people that are your followers and your fans, you could go up there farting in the mic. Well, the other thing is... <laughs> I'm serious. Like, the that's, other thing... That, there that would be you. funny. Yeah, so yeah. So it doesn't really... Because they're like there to... They'll be laughing. Well, then the other thing is what Ben Brainerd actually does because he'll post this on his social media. He also does a Q and A. So if you do, if you if you want a headline, then you could do thirty minutes of stand up and then do a Q and A about your YouTube channel. Yeah, that's true. And then put you know that's so easy some fun some strong features up. You're done. Some people will come to see you just to meet you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like they'll just be there just because like oh I love JP. I would love mm-hmm. to meet him. I'll come up from Miami or I'll come down from Jacksonville yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? And then once you see like how easy it is for you to sell out that room on a Thursday night with people that are just for you, man, you could you, you start doing that's what that's what yeah. Devin's doing. Mm-hmm. This is like he's ten years into stand up and he's now on a theater tour and, and he sells out for teachers. Sorry. No, no, no I am just mm-hmm. oh, I'm just excited that's what I'm yeah, yeah. I'm starting to dunk it into the yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I do the same. <laughs> but also, what I think, you're in this really crazy position because let's say you do it and it starts to work and you start traveling, right? Let's say you want to film your own special, right? You record a half-hour stand-up special. You have a team of editors that are already your employees. Yeah. You like, hire good. Yeah. two camera guys to give you, well, maybe three, to give you a couple of angles. And crowd reaction. You film it in one night. You have a whole team of editors and a marketing team built in with a YouTube channel that has 3.3 million followers. What I would recommend is practice working clean because you don't want to do anything that might damage your actual YouTube business, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you can work relatively clean, put together your own special. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm I 100% clean. I was going to say, yeah. I've seen you twice. Yeah. I thought you were... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Put, put it behind a $5 paywall. Yeah. You have 3 million followers. If 100,000 of them watch it, that's oh, $500,000. Oh, yeah, you're, you're talking about the special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that's $500,000. You do that once every two years, and, and you can do it... Because it's YouTube instead of like Netflix, you can do them in half hour chunks rather than trying to kill yourself with a full hour. Mm-hmm. Every two years, you do, you know, a half yeah, hour. Yeah, problems. I'm not like I'm, I'm, I'm like I, I know I can do this. I just haven't done it. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. yeah well, we realize that. No, I know. but that's that's why we're asking. Like, we're just is, brainstorming. Is, like, is, yeah, is it something like, that you yeah. even want to do? Because, like you said, well, you're having, be cool you're having fun see. doing the feature. I think thing. it'd be cool to see what happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I missed a boat on this opportunity. You not at all. No. no. I, th- I think you're gonna do it. Like, oh, see what happens, and then the night of, you're gonna be holy shit. Yeah. And you're gonna realize there's an entire other like. And again, this is kind of what Brian's trying to figure out. Like, is this your dream or not? Because I promise you, it's it's 
under your nose, and if yeah. you inhale, it's there. Yeah. Like, it's right yeah. there. You yeah. have all of the tools right in front of you. Okay. Well, no one else is pushing me the to thing, do that. Well, <laughs> the thing that I see about that as but an outsider nobody. is just that, like, it, depending on how big you went with it, because that could blow up, and then possibly, I don't know how often you film for your YouTube, but it could affect that. So yeah. that's the mm-hmm. only like thing that that's I the only downside yeah. possible. So yeah. you, you guys post once a week on YouTube? Yeah, Ish. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm like fully capable of, you know, getting what we need. Yeah, if it's only done. once a week, then yeah. well, it's, it it's not even fun. that. It's just like it's January. I like had to go fly home for to take care of my mom, and I literally took that whole almost that whole month off. So you just I mean, I work. I, I edited a lot, but. Well, I mean, I could just, I, there's so much editing, like, I don't mm-hmm. have to, I probably don't have to produce for, like, months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, produce, production is fun, but that's the smallest part of the job. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, See, because I'm just thinking, and again, I, you said nobody else is pushing you to do that. I, well, I like, yeah, they, I mean, but like, people th- always said, oh, you could probably get your people over, and I'm like, I don't, well, how? You, you know what I mean? Make yeah. a commercial no. or something? No, but because my thing is what my, the vision, right? Mm-hmm. Is like, so you grew up with Carmen, right? Yeah. You guys are good friends, yeah. right? Yeah, you have easily yeah. someone who's you two, you two could go on the road with your partner who you do a YouTube channel with. Mm-hmm. Carmen can open. Yeah, and we can eat all the food in the. You areas. can do the rest. Yep. You could read yeah, all the f- really eat smart. all the food in your area, yeah. and then at the end, you do a Q and A with you and your partner with yeah. your audience. This is, I'm damn near like, I want to sign you to some sort of deal. If I was like in one of those yeah. old like Jewish guys in Hollywood, like, I'd be like, I'm going to sign this kid because he doesn't know what he See, has. See, that's, yeah. that's, what, that's what I rather have because like, yeah. I, I, you know, Hogwarts Legacy. Have you looked into getting, a, honestly, have you looked into getting an agent? Because with your, fa- let me tell you something, agents will jump all over you because you have everything there for them to put it together. Mm-hmm. Hey, I have three million followers. I'm a stand-up comedian. I need an agent. They will jump all over you, and they'll bu- they'll do all the shit of booking you and yeah, making yeah, sure yeah, that you do all, all that stuff. I don't know how to get that. I think we're well, I, we can. I yeah. can help you with that. I, I don't necessarily have agents, but we know people who do. We can hook you up for with. sure. What, what I see in you is you're you're in fifth gear and you've got a wide open lane with nothing in front of you mm-hmm. and there's no reason to drop down in the fourth and third shift lanes punch it and yeah, so yeah. you're just you're you're in a good lane you're in cruise control and these guys they're they're like oh you should leave this well, way no, no, no. we're just we're which is brilliant yeah. but i i think you're you're comfortable and but god forbid that lane closed you, these guys are advocating you got another lady yeah. you could fly yeah, in. Yeah, I think well, that's I mean, I, I'm not your dream though. was be a successful YouTuber, and you're doing that. Yeah, yeah. So but that's if why you got to a point where you were like, uh, you know, this isn't working out anymore, yeah. or whatever, whatever, you know, that's a brilliant option. Yeah. That would like, be easy to switch to. Because my dream, because because the way I view it is me and you are on opposite ends of sort of the thing, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm starting to shoot, because my, my, the things that I'm passionate about are, among other things, super passionate about cars, super passionate about comedy. So the goal, my the life that I'm trying to build, right, mm-hmm. is I review cars as I travel around doing comedy. And I have a YouTube channel where I make money reviewing the cars, and I make money traveling doing comedy, and the YouTube channel feeds my comedy, and my comedy helps to feed my YouTube channel in terms of followers and all that. Mm-hmm. And I have this podcast that I do with other comics, right? Mm-hmm. 
from what I see on your end, and I have the wealth of I've been grinding it out with the comedy thing consistently for so long that my comedy's ready. My social media and YouTube thing are starting out, you know? Yeah. You have grinded in the YouTube social media world for so mm-hmm. long that that shit is ready to explode. Mm-hmm. And now you're now getting your comedy to the point where now you want to go to the next. So we're kind of, the, the, I see me and you as opposites in yeah, that way. Yeah. Right? But I think, I think the same thing is possible. Like if, if I work really hard on this YouTube channel that I'm starting <laughs> and you work really hard kind of getting more ingrained into the industry side of comedy, I mean, I think if that is, if those are the two things you really care about, your YouTube channel stuff and the comedy stuff, dude, you could be the touring comedian who just eats amazing food in cities all over the country and gets paid to do it and then do comedy at night when you're done. I mean, to me, that's a hell of a, I mean, you're already living a hell of a life with a YouTube channel, but if the comedy thing is something you're also passionate about, to me, that's what makes Joe Rogan so cool. He's into fighting, he's into comedy. And then he figured out a life yep. that's just commentating on fighting and doing comedy. Yeah. yeah. You know? So that's, t- to me, that's the goal for, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely think there's some crossover for you if that's something that you're interested in. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, I, well, without a doubt. Because you're in a position where even if, 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 if 10% crossover, mm-hmm. it's still a humongous number. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, you got 300,000 yeah. followers yeah. of 10%. Even if like you that. didn't want to do just straight stand up on it yeah. yeah and you did because we also took our kids to see another youtuber dan tdm decided he was going on tour and we we're like on tour for what you play <laughs> you play minecraft online like what are you doing but that sucker got us and we bought tickets and we flew over to see him yeah. so yeah. even just a show mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. what you're already filming anyway yeah and he yeah he and just had a sh- like it wasn't it even was like youtube it was just a show yeah, yeah. He, he just made yeah. He obviously, like with him, he had a production company mm-hmm. that yeah. he paid, and they created like videos and everything for him. Mm-hmm. And then it was just a, it was just a three, three D show like that. And then yeah. you would know, be so nuts. One of the big ways that touring comics, like once you get to a certain level as a touring comic, one of the ways that they promote shows is they're on those morning news shows in the mm-hmm. local city. You do the freaking cooking segment. <laughs> oh yeah, on the true. morning yeah. news show, in whatever city you're in. Yeah, that's true. And it's. Healthy foods, your stand-up comedy, you're on TV, you're on YouTube, you're yeah. touring, boom. Did we just make you a millionaire? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because yeah. again, those local TV stations. You're, the crazy thing is, mm-hmm. is you're quietly in a position where you're freaking bigger than those local TV stations. They'd be, you'd be a blessing for them to have you on. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, oh, we got JP here. He's going to be at the Houston Improv, and we're going to make some, you know, a a Big Mac, you know, yeah, here yeah. in the kitchen on the morning show. Mm-hmm. That so, could be. I mean, you'd be on Good Morning America with that shit. So what's the first step to just? I think the first just, step. Just say, hey, I'm. The Krista, the Krista thing is just, good. Just say, the Krista hey, thing is you it. know her. Just say, hey, I'm doing a show. Yeah. 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 But you can also test it. Exactly. Yeah. Or like can you I, do the AP can I pretend test. to have a show? I wouldn't <laughs> pretend. No, yeah. Well, I mean, like, give me the night. Let me sell the tickets. Like, you had, you were on it. I think you had your finger what on if, what if, But if no one does, comes, then I'm, like, screwed. Then well, I, it's not going to happen. Yeah, happen. In worst case scenario, you reach out to your comedy friends and be like, hey, help, yes. me, okay. help me get this shit. Okay, yeah. all right. All right. Yeah. But, but oh, that's sure. the thing. Like, you got to you gotta be good with promoting it. 
You know what I mean? Like you, like mm-hmm. to your fan base, mm-hmm. because and like like you said, like a couple of months in advance is perfect mm-hmm. because that gives them time. Like mm-hmm. you know, if you start, you go, hey, just so y'all know. We're going to, you know, I'm going to do stand-up at the improv this night. And and then if you want to do meet and greets afterwards with you and Julio or just yourself or whatever, you should should say, we're going to do a meet and greet afterwards. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And just all of your fans in Florida will be clamoring to come come see you. you Another thing. And meet you and all that kind of shit. Another thing that you can do is, because the other thing I'm learning now is as I'm watching, like, Netflix shows and stuff, Mm -hmm. I'm starting to realize how many stand-up comedians inject themselves into like reality TV shows and stuff to like get their careers kind of going and I wonder if even in like your descriptions for things where it's like comedian JP blah 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 if you sort of insert that into all of your bio stuff and all that other thing because they don't necessarily need to see you as a comic on healthy junk foods but if in your bio on Healthy Junk Food, it's like comedian JP is doing da 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 then it sw- it just it just changes it who you are to them, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that could you're be you're not something- just a person; you're a stand-up comic. Yeah. So it, instead of it being a super hard like, I'm just gonna put a comp like I out of nowhere. I also feel like you've passionately built this YouTube channel, and you don't want to come in with a sledgehammer and just put in a comedy commercial into this thing you've worked so hard to build. Right. So I think if you no, integrate it smoothly... But yeah, I, I mean? get it. I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only thing is I can't be like saying a date in a video. That just seems... Oh, like oh, I see. Later. Yeah, because then that limits what your that uh, evergreen aspect of your videos, right? It, it, I guess it doesn't really matter that much. Mm-hmm. It would be the same as doing a sponsored ad saying mm-hmm. like, this, mm-hmm. like well, Christmas what's, sale. What's your social media following outside of YouTube? <laughs> Like what? Like like? Do you have a high Instagram following and TikTok? We have like one point one. Okay. On TikTok. What? Mm-hmm. What? And then Facebook, we have like two million on Facebook. Y- exactly. But okay. Facebook so you don't is even where you should, because on Facebook you can you've done ads, yes or no? Uh, I th- we have a company that does all that because it's there's a whole science in ads. Yeah, and exactly, mm-hmm. and they can target specifically the people. Rather locally, not just Orlando, because you might get people. Yeah, all I, whole, I actually have a whole team that could actually probably do it. Because Facebook, mm, you know what else you could even do again, just <laughs> yeah, just to make it a, a smooth transition. Again, all these pl- clubs are restaurants, so like the Orlando Improv is like the Fat Fish Blue is their restaurant, mm-hmm. right? So what if you just did like, hey. I'm doing a comedy show and a meet and greet at the Fat Fish Blue Restaurant at the Orlando Improv, and we're going to try all their food, blah, blah, blah. So then you do a comedy show, and then also, Jesus Christ, the freaking comedy clubs are going to love it because you're going to sell more food than the vast majority of the comics will. Yeah, that's true. Food food and booze is well, their, bread and like their bread and butter. If, so if you did a meet and greet, that should be like the teaser. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you say, hey, I'm doing this comedy show on this date, and you're not really getting bites, mm-hmm. then the, oh, by the way, we've added a meet and greet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also and then just see like, it oh, as shoot, impossible that you won't get bites. Like, oh, I just yeah. also, For like, sure. it just yeah. seems like. But that's, a, like, yeah. you always want to, like, tease your audience first and yeah. let them know, you know, mm-hmm. like, 
something special else is, something else special is coming. But yeah. but also you don't have to directly integrate it into your YouTube videos. You can use no, your other platforms, so. your two million followers on Facebook, your TikToks, all that stuff, and just create a just a standalone video for just those platforms. Yeah. And I not really so sell everything to your YouTube audience. So that way. Because you have, you know, just through, you say you had 2 million people on Facebook? Mm-hmm. Okay, so just between that and TikTok, you have 3 million followers already. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they're there because it's you. They're not there because they, you know, I'm sure some people are there because they like your content, but also some people are there just because they like you, man. And mm-hmm. so if you make a short video for just your social media platforms excluding YouTube, yep. that way you're not shitting on your bread and butter, mm-hmm. but you're still letting your fan base know, like, hey, I'm going to be here doing this. Yeah, you're still yeah. reaching out to 3 million people just, in yeah. a, you know, without without integrating your YouTube stuff at, at all. And I think if you kept doing if that is the road you wanted to go down, yeah. it would organically come together because people would see you at the show, and then they would find you, like, they watch you on YouTube and be like, oh, in the comments... You know, they'd be like, oh, I saw you last week. You were amazing, blah, blah, blah. You know, and then other people would go, well, what do you mean? And then they would, in turn, find you wherever and we, on we, Facebook. And once you start selling out clubs, even on, on a Thursday night or whatever, then, I mean, because, like, Chris is going to pay you whatever she's going to pay you for the first night that you do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But once you get, like, under your belt, like, I've sold out clubs, mm-hmm. then you get, you know, 70 30 door deals or 80 20 door deals where you you're getting 80 percent of what walks in the door and the club's getting 20 percent plus bar sales so you i mean if you sell out a club of 400 people you're going to get like eight grand that night you know what i'm saying yeah. it's way different than just like getting the you know hundred dollar spots and stuff like that you, you have like the leverage with your your following you where you can you can actually make well, well, well yeah seats. i think we're uh, we'll see what happens right? yeah so, yeah so question for you jp's very successful. Yeah. Your advice is awesome. You guys got any advice for me? I'm not successful. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, enough on him. He's yeah, already successful. Keep grinding, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep, keep grinding bro. Yeah. Keep grinding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're not yeah. love. That's <laughs> he's, he's, he, he, yeah, he's the more successful yeah. comic, you know? <laughs> but it's just, it's easy to be on the outside and see somebody else's, mm-hmm. you know, what yeah. they should be doing, you know? Even or like could be. yeah could, could, be. could be doing yeah because mm-hmm. like we do marketing like on a small scale you know what I mean for businesses and things like that so that's why like we know a little bit about the algorithm stuff and you know and Facebook and Instagram and all that kind of shit because that's like what that's what we do <laughs> you know yeah. but not on a big scale like. Not on a big scale like you know what you what you're used to <laughs> you know we do it for more like uh, what was the point? Small I was business. gonna stop talking. I'm so, well, I didn't know. I, was like, <laughs> I got curious. I got fucking curious. <laughs> but but yeah, I think I think man, I think you could really mm-hmm. you could take it as far as you want, man. Well, I'll mm-hmm. I'll give it I'll give it the good old college try. The yeah. good old college yeah. try. And again. I want to punch you in the face. Carmen works at the improv. Yeah. <laughs> so you have like the no, entire no, infrastructure. Yeah, I guess I just thought I could just do it but he's without like, doing that. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I, I guess mean, it's you, gonna, you can. Yeah. You can do it that way. You yeah. can, it just depends you can on develop, how quickly I feel like you want to do that. Yeah, that's why. That's why I asked you mm-hmm. if you're if you're comfortable with what you're doing right now. Don't do any of this. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. No, I'll give it a try. Yeah. But because I, I mean, think I think we I think we get it though. Like we're all on the same page. Yeah. 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 I, I think he's tired of us yelling harassing. at him. <laughs> <laughs> so I got an idea for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm mean, just saying, it's easy to say. I mean, we're, we're, gonna, we're done, but I mean, like, yeah, if, if you, yeah. I'll be happy to be like, you guys are right. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I, I, I have no problem saying yeah, yeah. that. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so how would you recommend someone who start? So again, I'm just starting this YouTube channel. I literally have the first set of content that I'm going to yeah. produce. Right. Um, what do you recommend for editing? Is there anything that you find particularly? Because what you're saying is you want to tailor it to each platform. So mm -hmm. I'm assuming I need the same video in what is it, 16 by nine, also vertical. Yeah. Also, you know what I mean. Yeah. Is there an easy, what, like, what would you say is the best platform that people can be editing on to make that smooth? Uh, probably Adobe Premiere. Adobe Premiere, okay. Okay. I mean, I use Final Cut, but the more people use Adobe Premiere. Really? Okay. Hmm. I like oh. Final Cut better, but I'm partial to that, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to do, I was going to do Final Cut Pro only because, and then I, I have Windows computers, so I was going to switch over to Mac, just because, in my opinion, Large scale, the entertainment industry is on Mac, and Final Cut Pro. You can still use Premiere on Mac, though. A lot of people use yeah. Premiere on Mac. It's all Adobe based. Yeah, yeah. Adobe's yeah, all Adobe's design based. Yeah. Like, yeah, people just get the Mac. whole pack because you can oh, do okay. everything on there. Like, there, mm -hmm. if you get really into it, there's like Illustrator and After Effects. Mm -hmm. You also get Photoshop. Mm -hmm. And okay. with After Effects, that's when people do really like cool. Like once you want to get into visual arts, mm -hmm. like you know. Um, just special effects and stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. You don't need any of that though. Like nowadays, like all the, we'll, we'll look like boomers using the software because mm -hmm. like everything, all these kids are probably using apps like Video Leap and like uh, CapCut. Yeah, mm -hmm. CapCut, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. And they're all like mobile editing apps. I mm -hmm. think, mm -hmm. I, call me an old man, but I think they're just atrocious. So mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. just my body being like, I'm. This is how I like doing it. <laughs> you know, I'm comfortable with it. Hey, I got a 16-year-old in my house that is certified in everything uh, Adobe has to offer as mm -hmm. far as, like, uh, Photoshop and Premiere and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. she's, she's She has everything that, you know, out yeah. there. And she's 16, man, so she even sees the merit. And that's what she wants. She wants to be a director. So, yeah. Oh, beautiful. So mm -hmm. she sees the merit in right now at 16 learning all of the editing software for Adobe because yeah. it's what people really have been using. Yeah. You're yeah. never going to be able, a, a phone can't beat a computer. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. It's just not intuitive. Yeah, I need more. You need there's a lot going exactly. on. It's more precise. Yeah, mm -hmm. I need precision. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Adobe makes it so easy. They got the, it's the creative cloud. So when mm -hmm. you purchase the package, you get access to all of them. Yeah. And it's cloud based. So even when you do your designs or your Adobe, your mm -hmm. Illustrator, your Photoshop, your your, your edits, mm -hmm. you can upload it to the Adobe cloud and mm -hmm. it's stored. Like it, it's just so integrated. Yeah, and you you, can, you don't right. even need to be at your computer to yeah. Yeah. You can go to any yeah. computer. And what's neat yeah. is a lot of the apps, they do have phone based versions of them. Mm -hmm. So you can go in and mm -hmm. drop it down into your phone and do like micro edits and whatnot. Okay. It's kind of frustrating on the phone, depending mm -hmm. on which. It, it is, but no. There are yeah. times where I'm like. <gasps> and most of your content, are you just filming them on the iPhone, or are you using actual like DSLR cameras or something? Um, we do both. We do both. Okay. Yeah, it all depends on the scenario. Mm -hmm. But like, if we're doing food travel, I'm definitely bringing a nice camera. Mm -hmm. But the iPhone is. A secondary mm -hmm. camera, small and sometimes DSLRs don't capture low light as well as the iPhone does. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. when you guys go do traveling and stuff, you guys do all the filming yourself. You don't bring anybody along to camera guy or anything like that. 
No, and we're and if you watch some of the edits back, you'd swear there's like a three camera production. That, that's why. That's why I was asking because I literally was watching a video from from uh, I don't remember. I'll watch a few today. So I was watching one and I was like, is, there a, is this just a tripod or is there a third person there? Because it looks it, it, yeah. It looks good though. That's why I'm saying. Yeah, I, we're able to like kind of like again. I when we work with productions companies because we've done several times. Mm-hmm. I swear I can make. I want like maybe a bucket list down the road. I can make a movie in like mm. probably like a fraction of like the price that oh, so many films are being made. Not just Hollywood, but like anything because there's so much um, you can do without so many people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. we, they would have so, mon- so many people filming us and I'm like, mm-hmm. so, so, so I'm like two of them are filming the same thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was right? like, you're, you're getting the same shot. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> just, it's just like redundancy. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 We oh, gotta yeah, have three you camera guys. actual like YouTube headquarters. Well, we've December. done we've yeah. done that we've done yeah well just a bunch so of stuff. So they probably have all of their team there. And they tried pitching a show, and then the whole crew came and filmed mm-hmm. us all around Orlando pitching a show. And the show idea was like, get this, we do this, 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 and this. And I'm like, that's our show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's what we do. <laughs> yeah, but do you have this camera. <laughs> and I'm just like, no. <laughs> and then I was just, and like, then, I don't need it. Yeah, you don't need it. I wonder that. So, mm-hmm. so one of the things that I actually also thought about was doing that. So you know, um, so you know, Afrotainment is here. Yeah. I don't know if you ever seen the stuff that they're doing. Yeah, I've been on um, there. Okay, yeah. So amazing studio and all that stuff. Oh yeah. So the original idea that I had for this road comic thing was to build it out to a certain number of epi- episodes and then pitch it to them because I happen to be black. So that. Makes what? my life easy. <laughs> 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 so <laughs> I'm not here. <laughs> <laughs> now you're jealous. <laughs> so, but then I got to thinking about it, and I was like, "Well, you know, I have a, a 4K camera plus my iPhone. If you build a YouTube channel, what does those companies bring to the table that you're not doing on your own?" That's a good question. I mean. Money. Yeah, but so more money for you or more money, more money for, for them? Like, <laughs> well, it depends on what your agreement is. Like, yeah, like we're we're gonna be on um, OTT over the top channels, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and that's just syndicated on Roku. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So they're just taking all of our reruns and they're just putting it there. Oh, that's and, cool. And we're just getting a fifty-fifty split. Oh, that's mm-hmm. very cool. Mm-hmm. So that's what it would be. Like, yeah. You'd be mm-hmm. on YouTube and you would say, hey, if you want my episodes, yeah, whatever mm-hmm. you get for like for your views or how the ratings are, we split that. Yeah. So, so on something like that, is it more like a traditional type TV thing where it's like a scheduled content for this block? Or is it more like you still click on what you want to watch? No, I think I, I, I'm not personally familiar with Roku at all, but it, it seemed like we were just going to be like on a in channel. their browser okay. or the feed. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's Which is great because if they like you, they don't have to find you. It'll just play. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and we're really excited because I really do think our content is made more for TV audiences because I've always liked how TV uh-huh. had the quality of television. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when we do our food set, like our travel food segments, I try to make it seem like literally like what the Food Network is in the Travel Channel, but not shitty. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to add in, like, being self-aware humorous, like, 
stuff that's very like relatable and honest mm-hmm. and not feel so polished. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. so like o- stiff. Overproduced. And you're just like, yeah. Well, that's because yeah. they have seven people there behind the scenes. Exactly. Yeah, right. going, so you stiff. should be doing this. And then you're at the table and they're sitting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. no, you don't want to feel like that. You yeah. want to feel natural. Well, because mm-hmm. those people, their job relies on them being there. Yeah. And 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 if they have an idea that hits, then they they can justify their jobs. Mm-hmm. But in and reality, the talent is just the talent. And yeah. the worst mm-hmm. part that I hate that I always see. And this happens in like everything Guy Fieri is like when when you're just I just hate when you're when you go so so, so what do you do uh, what what do you make and he's and, and he's like well we're gonna make today a brisket and the guy's just like what's the other guy gonna do you just stand there yeah like yeah. that whole interaction never has to happen right mm-hmm. you know what I mean well, it's it just, fake you know? it is yeah mm-hmm. yeah and he goes well what, what do you got in there well we got a little bit of spices paprika yeah. yeah you know there's a different way you can deliver all of that narrative yeah. without it being so cringy yeah, yeah. And, I, and I cringe every time because the guy doesn't want to be on there just just seems so forced yeah mm-hmm. So this is, it's funny, we just happen to have a Roku TV in the studio thing here. So this is like Comedy Dynamics Channel, mm-hmm. where they play different comedy specials that Comedy Dynamics has produced, and then there's just commercials in between. Yep. And it's a channel that just runs all the time doing that. So this is going to be bad. what? That's okay. very that's, cool. That's really neat. I'll be able to sit in here and watch you. Yeah. yeah, that's really neat. That's very cool. Because it, it allows you to take your YouTube comment or content and put it into a mainstream platform. That's mm-hmm. that's I, I see the value in that 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where like like YouTube trying to get you to do something that's different than what you're already doing, I don't see any value in that unless what you're doing is unless it's successful. it's yeah, it's a totally different lane, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like that I understand, but it, if you got producers or people coming in and being like you should be doing this and this and this for your channel, like fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I've been doing yeah. it for this long and I've built a big ass following. I don't need yeah. somebody telling me what to do, you know. But I could totally see it being something that, especially because you guys have such a wealth of back catalog of videos. Yeah, this yeah, channel we're very could marketable. just run. Yeah. yeah, that's what they. That's why these companies pick you up. They pick up YouTubers mm-hmm. that have been doing it a while. Yeah, and then they repurpose. They yeah. then take a split and they put it uh, everywhere that. Can yeah. make money that can make money well, mm-hmm. that's cool. good that's good though because this is just a new revenue stream for you so it's mm-hmm. not you're you're still having yeah, your you don't main, have to do anything. yeah you're not signing over any yeah. of your actual content no, it's it's, it's, uh, it's turnkey with uh, <laughs> it's turnkey with Facebook and snapchat mm-hmm. so right now we we this other company manages our Facebook and our snap show okay oh, really mm-hmm. yeah nice cool okay that's we cool. don't I don't do anything yeah no. mm-hmm. you just make the content well, yeah, we'll make whatever new content. We'll yeah. say, hey, there's new stuff if you want to like yeah. add bubbly See? subtitles. And you, you built and you built an actual like film studio in your house, right? Yeah, because I yeah. remember seeing that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Thing. I so watched I mean, you have a I watched your ten year channel. Are you guys still in the same spot? Yeah. Okay, so. I was because I, I, that's what I was interested too. Is like when you guys were doing the home tour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they're literally it's just a wall with two shelves basically <laughs> on the side, and then like a, a like a. Uh, like a table yeah a table countertop type thing you know and I found that interesting because like you're not actually filming in your well I guess sometimes you are in your kitchen you actually have like a designated place right off of your kitchen that's just that's your filming place and I I thought that was interesting because I've looked in my house a few times like what area will we put this in you know and and I was I was interested in that you just chose this one little kind of nook right off the kitchen yeah. then that's that's your YouTube hub you know I, I, I was like alright that's neat that's, yeah. that's something to think about for us you mm-hmm. know yeah. so yeah it's really modular too like I can mm-hmm. hang a 
You know those like green screen things? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The ones that you fold? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I just have like ceiling rafters where everything's mounted. Uh-huh. So I can just like slide on a green screen and be in front of a green screen just for like a scene that I need. Because mm-hmm. like a lot of times, like the TikTok, uh, for some reason, like people really like green screen react videos yeah. where your like heads like floating on the bottom yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah I don't get that but people love it's them, a man. style yeah mm-hmm. like literally like the team will tell us what styles are in and to do them mm-hmm. so we do them because mm-hmm. really? it's I mean if it's like something as easy as like be in front of a green screen I'm like all right don't yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't really ma- mean too sh- like doesn't mean the rats has a difference to me yeah. yeah you know what I mean I could be reacting to it next to it or it could be in a green screen on it and yeah. Yeah. it's the same Doing the same thing. In fact, I kind of agree. I'm like, yeah, it does look kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, barring yeah, bar yeah. other people's um, tactics is definitely not frowned upon, especially if you're making your own content yeah. off of it. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 not it's not stealing because no, it makes yeah. you kind of like relative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. An influence. It's influence. Yeah. That's the, that's exactly the word I was looking yeah. for. Like music. Yeah. 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 yeah but movies do that shit all yeah. the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. any Everything movie changes, you see, yeah. and like, every year changes and things change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you just gotta update with the times. Yeah. You constantly yeah. have to yes. evolve. Yeah. Like no one's asking you to do it in black and white silent <laughs> film. Like, <laughs> that's where it's at still. That might actually be hilarious, though. That yeah. the JP walk in sin black silent film would be fucking hilarious. We're dressed like Chaplin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't do the Hitler slash. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we should probably get this guy out of here, man. Right. He's got he's got some Hogwarts legacy. Go yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you guys got me really thinking. Like honestly, it's it's almost scary to think that it could happen. I just um, I will try and. Uh, if it doesn't work, I could be like, well, I, you know, I didn't. But either way, I'll try. You should just come yeah. back and be like, fuck I'll try, all I'll, try, I'll try at least with, like, I figured it's very, uh, very, uh, what do you call it, low risk. Uh, to High just, reward, yeah. yeah. To just say the, do the improv. Say, hey, Crystal, let me try this out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, what date do you have that I could try this out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I don't see a downside in it for you. Yeah, you know, outside of just being it, more famous, like, I mean, you're <laughs> being mortified when yeah. nobody <laughs> buys a ticket. <laughs> like I said, worst case scenario, no one buys the tickets. You reach out to your company yeah, friends, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, we'll have a good night for yeah. you. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll yeah. buy tickets and come. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then the one thing that I do like <laughs> that you, <laughs> I got that, I got that safety net. Yeah. 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 But we also have. 20 comics locally. Of course. Yeah. And, and, and we would yeah. easily probably be like a friends and family, uh, JP friends and family yeah. like event if no one shows up. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. and I'll have like a showcase of like five of my buddies and I'll be the host. And we'll pretend we'll yeah. still come outside. That's what I should. Well, here's, yeah. a, here's another thing to, to prove to you that you have nothing to fear. The improvs now are also booking podcasts. Oh, a lot of those improv clubs are booking just popular podcasts oh, yeah, to come and do are. live shows at the. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they're not. They don't even give a shit about. It's just anyone that has a following. Here's why well, they want to do comedy. He, yeah. Here's yeah. why I think. Like, no, I don't want to try out my jokes, but no, I don't mean. I like, think would be less pressures if I were to be like friends and family. I'm kind of hosting, so throughout, I'm bringing up my friends, and I get to do zingers and Q and As, and yeah. and then yeah. and then like maybe like throw in a five minute chunk. Mm-hmm. See if it works. Do another five minute chunk. Yes. See if yeah. it works. And if they're just eating it up, I'll be like, "All right, you three, you're not allowed to go." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm like, "Someone give them some money. Someone pay this guy." Yeah, yeah. yeah you good? Yeah. yeah. Here's, why, here's why I think you're gonna not have a problem with this is that um, here, this is a perfect example. Uh, there's a club in Tampa. I don't remember which one. Maybe the gimmick. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Right? Mm-hmm. They're having a guy do a whole weekend at the. At, oh. I think it's the gimmick, right? 
His name's Uncle Laser. Anybody know who that is? No, I know that like the name. No, <laughs> it's, a, it's a sweet name, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. He's been doing Uncle stand, Laser. He's been doing stand-up comedy awesome. for two months. Okay, maybe three months at yeah. this point, right? Yeah. He is a popular person from the show Kill Tony. All right. Uh, He's okay, just yeah. a guy who got pulled out of the oh, bucket cool. on oh, Kill Tony, Kill Tony yeah. you know, two or three months ago, and they fell in love with him. And that, yeah. and I've, I mean, now every couple of weeks he goes on Kill Tony, right? Yeah. He's doing a whole weekend. At, at at a club in uh, in Tampa comedy. with three months into comedy, you know what I'm saying? Like he's not oh, he, he's not like a headliner or anything yeah. like that. He's three yeah. months. Well, in. He's basically ca- a unless he doesn't get better, that's that's a big fear. It's gonna be better. very interesting. That'll catch up. But you can't yeah. keep doing pulling yeah. out bullshit. Right. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. So if if this but he, guy, but you're saying he was able to leverage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. able to leverage a whole mm-hmm. weekend at the Improv and sell ticket or not the Improv, but at whatever club. I think it's the gimmick. And, yeah. and sell tickets I'm glad to they, No, I'm glad how excited everyone yeah. is. I, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, I'll try. One <laughs> last thing that yeah. talking to you has kind of inspired me about, um, and that's the reason why I'm, I'm trying to do this car thing. I'm trying to, like, shoot it high quality, edit it in high quality, yeah, have long-form you're doing, you're content. Gonna want, you'll want to. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. because well, one of the things that I think that that you guys do that I, I want to bring to the our comic sort of world is high quality content. Mm-hmm. I think one of the areas that we're not taking advantage of is like we have a bunch of very v- varied, talented people mm-hmm. that are funny, which is like kind of to me, from what I've researched, is like the hardest part of acting. Being able to be funny as an actor is very difficult. Mm-hmm. To me, we could be producing short films and stuff in our comedy. I don't mean like just us five or whatever but i mean our comedy community mm-hmm. that we have here in central florida mm-hmm. people have so many ideas and it's cool to do the you know the the reaction videos on tiktok and stuff to to get views or whatever but there's a whole nother lane that i don't think anyone's really doing yeah. of making really high quality Shane interesting he's the only one yeah that's like you know making sketches and things like that yeah. that are like like SNL level or or yeah. above, you know, like he's yeah, he's, like he's the guy taking it super serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's um, uh, Roy Shepard and those guys doing and Tim Playlock? They do they film and they make short. What are they, they haven't they haven't posted anything yet. So that's the thing we I, we don't know what it's like because yeah. They, yeah. They, they, we've talked to them about it. Are they making indie films? Are they no, they're just, they're doing or? sketches. Oh, okay. They're doing okay. YouTube for YouTube. Gotcha. They just haven't po- they've they've just filmed and edited and haven't oh. posted yet. So gotcha. mm-hmm. that's 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 coming for the mm-hmm. Daytona crew. Yeah. So. But yeah, we'll see. Well, thank you so much for being here, JP. Absolutely, this has thank been you for having me. The Funny Style Podcast. Does anybody have anything sort of to plug? Uh, Brian Milligan Comedy on Instagram. Brevard Comedy Scene. Oh yeah, yeah Brevard Comedy all Scene. All the shows that are yeah. happening every week. Well, I got a show I like to plug uh, Friday the twenty fifth at Madcaps in New Smyrna. I'll be there at eight o'clock, and so will uh, Rudy Malamba. He's oh, on that, cool. and it's. Uh, and uh, Patrick Sisk, I think, is on that one also. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. Just saw Do you have anything, JB? Um, St. Pete. Let's see. In the meantime, tomorrow, which is Tuesday, I'll be hosting Lizette's, <laughs> which, uh, you know, that'll be fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, get, yeah, get your tickets. It's probably almost sold out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Whiskey Wings Sports Bar and Grill. Noise? Where is that? What's that? What date? Saturday, okay. February twenty fifth, with Carmen Valone. 
Okay. Wait. Oh, awesome. why did I think that you were over here Saturday? I just saw a post with you. I know it was the it was the Kaba bar last week. Yeah, last okay. but I'm but I'm gonna be back at Gregory's. It might have been Gregory's. Oh, oh nice. yeah, but that's in April, the end of April. Okay. Oh, you know what you should even do just as an experiment? Eat on stage or again, not to I be like, like that idea. Not to be like a dick. As an experiment, you should market to your followers that you're going to be at Gregory's because Gregory's is one of those shows. Oh, that's where, like, so true. A lot of times it'll be like Thursday and Friday will be like empty. Empty, yeah. So if you say, "Hey, Thursday night, I'm going to be at Gregory's," and you show up to Gregory's and there's people there. And they they're there to see you. It'll be a good gauge mm-hmm. for what advertising to your fan base will pull. That's true. Mm-hmm. And okay. you're not headlining the show. And worst case scenario, all you're doing is helping them sell some tickets. And you're in a smaller market than Orlando. So if, yeah. you, if you can get paid, true. Here, but I think, but I kind of want to do the Orlando. Yeah, that's the true. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's, let's go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that's even more intimidating. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. And thanks for listening. <laughs>